Welcome to the Spiritual Life Management Podcast, where we help you bring balance in your life and live to your fullest potential with your host, Gretchen Smith. I just, I want to welcome my beautiful guest that I have on the show today, Cheryl Pillar and Mercedes Kelly. We are going to talk about spirituality in business and finding an intuitive practitioner and I don't think this could have come at a more perfect timing, and I'll get into that a little bit later, but they are the amazing founders of Soul Connects, and we are going to dig into Soul Connects and your amazing business, but first, I want to welcome you both. So welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Yes, my pleasure. So you are the amazing founders of Soul Connects. But first, I'd like to share your bios a little bit with the listeners because they aren't necessarily the typical bios for my podcast. You ladies are bringing something a bit different to the table, and I love it. I'm all about spirituality and meeting the mainstream, and I think that you are definitely that. So Cheryl's bio is also that of the dc medium yes she is a medium but she is also a successful business development executive for one of the largest global consulting firms with a focus on healthcare. she is responsible for nurturing client relationships and helping them solve their toughest challenges she provides strategic advice to innovative small businesses to enable their growth and Cheryl also leads well-being at work programs focused on purpose and spirit. But by night, she's a psychic medium, which is really cool. And Cheryl's also the author of Here in Spirit. This book answers the primary questions that we all have when a loved one passes over, such as are they okay? Are they in heaven? And so on. So that is quite a bio, Cheryl. Thank you. Um, coming from the corporate world, not really the, um, I'm in air quotes right now, the woo-woo spiritual type. So that's one of the things that is important to me is having that in mainstream that we're normal people. We're not in costume. We are normal, relatable people. Um, but coming out of the spiritual closet was a little um, difficult at work because people are skeptical. Oh, absolutely. And that is basically what I founded the show on is being able to take little aspects of spirituality and incorporate it into business and finding subtle ways to incorporate that into all the things that we do in life. And Mercedes is a successful lawyer and she represents clients in a variety of industries. And her favorite work is when she's helping companies improve their customer experience by providing consumers the information they need to make good decisions about where they spend their money, which that is cool. Everybody needs that. And Mercedes has a strong practice of meditation and actively pays close attention to the cycles of nature, which are key for her to keep things in perspective and managing stress. So you ladies have this wonderful ability to bring both sides of the table to your business, which is Soul Connects. First of all, Mercedes, if you have anything else you'd like to add to your bio, please feel free and share. Sure. Uh, so you know the question about how what appeals to consumers is a lifelong interest of mine i started off working on uh, advertising law issues and really understanding 
how words and images play together to impact how consumers respond uh, to advertising. So one of my favorite examples is uh, the uh, use of the word free. So in the United States, the word free is a very exciting word. So when you say in advertising, this is free, they have done studies that show that people's heart rates will actually increase when they see the word free. And so it is very powerful, but of course, most life, most things in life are not free. <laughs> so right. you have to kind of balance the use of that kind of language with what you're truly intending to tell the consumer. Uh, so um, that kind of practice, right? So it's an art, it's a practice mm -hmm. of figuring out how to talk to consumers has really, uh, you know, always been a part of my law practice. And that discipline is something that I've been really surprised to see is part of being a, you know, your spiritual best self. Oh, I love that. So can you tell me a little bit about how you came together to form Soul Connects? Sure. When I was becoming a medium, I decided this is what I want to do, um, at least as a night and weekend job. I really enjoyed it. I had to look for a teacher that showed me what the right way to go about um, delivering the messages being ethical around delivering messages to my clients. And at the time, I didn't have a network. I didn't know how to find these people. I didn't even know they had classes around that. My friend uh, Fiona told me about that. So of course I went to Google and I Googled and found a bunch of websites that I weren't sure were so professional. Ended up getting lucky and finding a teacher, a fabulous teacher named Celeste Woods. Doesn't live too far from me in Virginia. And she taught me how to use all the tools in my toolkit. So I was great. I'm like ready to go. And then I have to start my business. So while on my day job, I help small businesses grow. To do it yourself and all the nitnoid things of setting up your FEIN and your taxes and um, your website and social media, there was just a lot to do. And some of it I thought was great. And other parts, I was like, I hate this. This is awful. So right. being putting my good consultant hat on, I thought, this is a problem I can solve that helps consumers find reputable and trusted practitioners and then help those practitioners on the other side start and grow their business effectively. Mercedes will talk about how over a glass of wine, we kind of connected that those pieces together as well. Uh, we are friends and I've known Cheryl for some time and we were at a party and uh, having some wine uh, as we are wont to do in all uh, disclosure. And um, I was telling Cheryl about some classes that I was taking on herbalism. And Cheryl was like, herbalism? Well, okay, so tell me more about that. And we talked uh, a bit more about that. And I talked about the cycles of the moon and how, you know, that whole kind of side of things for me was opening up. And uh, so we 
kept, so she talked to me about her idea for having something for practitioners that's a one-stop shop, right? So if, as many of your listeners probably know, if they are practitioners in this area, you know, if you want to set up online, you have to find a website, you have to get payment services set up, you need social media integration, a calendar, and then customer relationship management. And by the time you get through all of that, you've signed into six different services and inevitably, you know, one or two of those services don't work together, right? Right. So, yes. uh, I struggled. Know, <laughs> uh, right. So, <laughs> indeed. And so, uh, the the platform, the back end that we've designed for social for Soul Connects is uh, it's a single sign on, right? To handle all of those different things, we talked about that piece being super important. But we also talked about what we call the Google problem. So uh, Cheryl already mentioned a little bit about this in, in her kind of uh, discussion about uh, becoming a medium. If you today, if you are interested in energy healing, right, you will go to Google and put in energy healing in Northern Virginia, and uh, you'll find a bunch of kind of weird stuff. And it's hard to tell what actually, you know, is going on, what's reputable. It's difficult. And to the extent you find a practitioner page, often it's outdated, the contact links don't work, and it can be a very frustrating experience, especially if you're looking to find someone reputable. And so uh, Soul Connects for Consumers is designed to be the place that if you are looking at these kinds of modalities, the modalities that we support, then you come to Soul Connects and we have practitioners that have been vetted, that are reputable, their contact information is all updated, you can see their services. So it's not only a one-stop shop for practitioners, but it also is a one-stop shop for consumers, for seekers of these services. Wonderful. And, you know, I was actually just talking to my daughter-in-law about this about a week ago. She was mentioning that my son wanted to seek out some tarot card readers and, and he didn't really know who was reputable or not. And so, of course, I gave my two cents who I thought he should contact. But if you're not in the industry often, you don't really know who is authentic, who is somebody that you might want to entertain or not. So I love the fact that you have this platform. But for our listeners, some of our listeners may not know what a practitioner is. And can you elaborate a bit on what types of practitioners you have on your site? Absolutely. So uh, practitioner is our umbrella term, but it really refers to people providing services for modalities that it's a, you know, it's, it's a whole bunch of different modalities. And we typically talk about it as the modalities that we support are those that you can't get insurance to cover, right? So energy healing, psychic services, mediumship, uh, tarot cards, astrology, 
some of the breath work kinds of stuff. We have a whole interesting set of intuitive services and readers that really do help your well-being and your mindset. And, you know, today, uh, health insurance and other types of insurance just don't cover it. So we're focused on that kind of modality. Uh, you know, so some of the stuff that comes really close, you know, energy healing, which comes very close to being covered and can be uh, in certain plans, um, all the way to the more esoteric kind of shaman experiences, Akashic records, that kind of thing. I love that. So just about anything. I would add to that uh, around the corporate wellness programs, transformational coaching. And we even have a practitioner that does intuitive interior design. So kind of takes a step beyond feng shui and uses her intuition to help you design your, your home, your workspace. So it's a real nice breadth of of services. And as you probably would expect in this, there aren't standards around spirituality, holistic types of intuitive types of practices. Um, Mercedes always says, you know, some people call it Reiki and other people call it Breaky. So it's really hard to discern what do they really do. Um, and that's part of our mission as well is educating the public. There's Every day I hear a new modality that I had never heard of before. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's another great thing to learn. So we're trying, we're going to be that place. So as Mercedes was talking about a one-stop shop, that place where people can learn. Sometimes I wouldn't, I don't know what I need. I know I need help with uh, my, my uh, romantic relationships, for example. I don't know if that's a psychic, mm -hmm. a tarot card reader, a past life, or any of the above. And we'll help people figure that out. I think that's really, really cool and definitely needed in this time. That's for sure. So how do you feel that Soul Connects will help drive change in business overall? There's a couple ways. One is very interesting. They're both very interesting, but one specifically is very unique in that there are practices around team building and predictive or strategic futures that higher education and corporations are using. For example, Harvard has classes on prediction and one of the tools they use is tarot cards. One of our practitioners actually teaches Fortune 500 companies and brings together their leadership team to do their you know, long-term strategic planning using tarot cards. So it helps leaders think outside the box and imagine things outside what I would say is their normal frame of reference. That's amazing. And I would say the more advanced or forward-leaning, risk-adverse companies are thinking along those ways. Absolutely. And I think there's also, you know, so Cheryl's kind of talking at an organizational level, but I think there's also the individual level and learning, having, uh, you know, seekers and, uh, you know, all of us in business, including our practitioners providing the services, thinking about how spirituality 
is part of who you are as a business person, right? I think that there's an, a tendency for people to really be like, okay, I'm going to leave my spiritual self at the door when I walk into my place of business, right? And so you you're, you have this disconnect, or I, I know that I have had that, and a lot of people I know have as well. And I think that part of what's going on in the universe right now, but also part of what we want to help people explore is how to integrate that very business side with their spiritual self so that they are a whole person, whether they're at home, whether they're with friends, or whether they're working in business. Mercedes, you absolutely nailed it there. Um, I know I found myself checking my spiritual self at the door, if you will. And then later just grappling with, okay, there are some things that I can incorporate into business. This is, of course, was when I was in the corporate industry and trying to just slowly integrate a little bit of those spiritual aspects into business without anybody looking at me silly, if you will. But you can use spirituality to really elevate your business and your whole entire life. And I love the fact that you're finally somebody, a platform that's bringing this to fruition for people. Thank you. That, that's our goal. And from a personal standpoint, I'm thinking about intuition, teeing off of what Mercedes said and how I can apply it individually as well as enable my team in that way. And intuition is not only real, but it's something everybody has. But people don't speak up about it. Some people right. don't even have a name for it. They call it, they call it gut feeling or instinct. Those are the words you're going to hear. But it's really intuition. People recognize they're getting feelings, insights, and even dreams that they want to follow that turn into amazing results. Inventions, poet, poets, artists, um, hiring staff. You kind of go with your gut sometimes. And even with me, you know, looking at intuition and how I applied it in my everyday life, sometimes it's about creating that space. Warren Buffett had had a quote. Um, I, ins I insist on a lot of time being spent almost every day to just sit and think. That is very uncommon in American business. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. Just taking that time to think, to meditate, to plan, to process. So what I personally do is block my calendar, even if it's just a half an hour or 15 minutes in the morning, midday, and end of the day, just to do this. And if I didn't, people would fill up my calendar in back-to-back -back meetings, and I wouldn't have time to be creative or have insight or foresight to the art of the possible. And as leaders, we need to give permission to ourselves and to our teams to, to do this alone and together. That is an important practice. Thank you. It really is. It absolutely is. And it's really an important practice if you want to take your company to the next level. So I have a question for you regarding the practitioners that you guys have on your platform. I, I know I have listeners that are practitioners. Tell me a little bit about how they would go about joining Soul Connects community 
and what your vetting process is for this. Uh, we have some folks called Thrive Thrive Guides <laughs> who respond to, so they, we do a lot of outreach to practitioners by looking at social media and seeing who are the people that are rising stars, who are the thought leaders, who is it that seems to have a good kind of uh, energy for Soul Connect. So we do, we do active outreach but we also uh, very much uh, want practitioners and have practitioners reach out to us directly. So the Thrive Guide takes the first consult and talks about how the model works, what is offered through the back end uh, in terms of the business services, talks about the marketing opportunities, the community that Soul Connects is building, and then assuming that the consult goes well and the practitioner is interested, then Cheryl and I, or sometimes Cheryl or I, spend time with the practitioner on a, you know, a video conference. Uh, we talk to the practitioner, have a real conversation to the extent possible, have the practitioner walk us through what a service that they would provide would be like. Um, in some cases, that's uh, super easy. And in other cases, in a virtual environment, that can be more challenging. But, you know, what we're looking for is how is the person talking and, you know, what is their level of empathy and how experienced are they and how carefully are they thinking about providing their services. We often spend time talking about the ethics around providing these types of spiritual and holistic practices with practitioners. And there's a real passion for practitioners in this area to really, you know, provide these services in an upfront, honest, clear manner compared to what can be out there generally if you just kind of look at the services, especially through a search on a search engine. But Cheryl, you probably have some other comments. <laughs> just to add to that, this is where our business background comes in as well through interviews. So we're conducting these as if they're interviews like I would for hiring someone to my company. Are they a good culture fit? Are they technically competent? Are they empathetic? Do they have good values and ethics? And uh, receiving readings or whatever um, type their modality and see what that customer experience would be like. Sometimes they're a good fit and that's what we're really assessing is are they a good fit for Soul Connects? Will they up level and legitimize and be a positive part of our community. Now, Cheryl, do you often tap into your intuition or your mediumship abilities to determine whether someone's a good fit or not? Sure, we both do. And it's interesting because we're normally on Zoom and we'll be IMing back and forth about our the feelings that we're getting in the moment with somebody. And sometimes you have to take a break from that and circle back with the practitioner and and see what your guides have to say about the fit and the timing. But absolutely, just like you would if you were um, hiring for a job, you have to feel in your gut and feel from your guides if this is a right fit for you. Absolutely. But I would have to 
believe that this gives you guys even a, I guess, a greater foot up, if you will, being able to really tap into your intuitive gifts and ensure that they're a right fit for you all. And I just love the fact that you have such a strong vetting process and that people that come to your site are going to be assured to get top quality, top notch individuals and practitioners. That is uh, definitely what we are focused on. And I just wanted to uh, provide a little more thought on that point you made about using your intuitive skills uh, for business purposes. So something that uh, Cheryl and I uh, have done is we will sit and uh, meditate together and think about uh, specific questions for the future of Soul Connects. And we have very intentional sessions that we share each other's energy and think about, you know, what direction we want to go on various aspects. And it's very much a part of our, actually, how we work with each other. That is awesome. And you are really just elevating your skills and drawing in everything that you need. And of course, every everything that you do together is amplified and that much more powerful. So I just love that, that you're doing that. I don't think you're going to find this on any other platform. I don't even know of anything similar. So uh, what we have found in the competitive landscape, because of course we have done our uh, due diligence and we're constantly looking at what is showing up online. So what we have generally seen is that there are other sites that you know highlight groups of practitioners but they typically are sites that basically list practitioners. They do not have an educational mission. It is not a, you know, kind of, we're trying to elevate the industry. It's basically like, hey, you want to, you know, consult with someone on Akashic Records? Here's somebody, right? It's actually, it's kind of interesting to see that. And, you know, we test these other sites by applying. Um, Both Cheryl and I have applied to a number of these sites just to see, like, what process do they go through? And um, they basically are like, hey, okay, if you agree to let us take some percentage off of your services through our platform, then you're up. And there's no vetting that occurs at all. It's uh, somewhat, somewhat surprising. Right. Now, is your site up and active at this time? It is. We are active right now, uh, but we have been very focused on getting practitioners onto the platform. So that will continue to be something that we want practitioners to continue to join us over time, but that's been our main focus. But on uh, February 27th, which is the full moon in February, we are really rolling out for the seeker, for the consumer. So today our practitioners are listed and you can go and book with them today. But uh, on February 27th, we really are doing a rollout 
to drive consumers to the site uh, to get the Soul Connects name in front of consumers. Wonderful. So if you are looking for the listeners, if you're looking for a practitioner, or if you are a practitioner looking to join the Soul Connects family, if you will, they can visit www.soulconnects, and that's C-O-N-X.com, correct? Correct. Soul Connects. And just a little bit on that name, it, as you can imagine, it's really hard to get a domain name. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. That hasn't been used by all sorts of folks. You know, it was a difficult balance to figure out, you know, we have the spiritual side, but we also have the holistic side. So, and we didn't want to seem, uh, you know, to imply religion and run into, you know, have a name that uh, sounded religious. But at the same time, uh, we also didn't want to sound like a dating site because you can imagine, you know, there are lots of dating sites that talk about, you know, connecting souls, right? Right. <laughs> um, we, you know, spent quite a lot of time coming up with the name The Soul Connects. It's Connects, C-O-N-X, right? Um, mm -hmm. And it's simple and easy and memorable once you get it into your head. So soul connects. I agree. I absolutely agree. I've been to the site. I've checked it out. It looks fabulous. I'm so excited for you guys to launch full blown. That is on the, the full moon. Would you like to share why you chose the full moon? I think our listeners might be interested. Absolutely. Okay, so you have to imagine that we had to look at a whole bunch of different stuff, right? Because we have uh, folks who do, uh, practitioners who do care about the cycles of the moon. We have astrologers, so we needed to make sure that things aligned with the stars and all of that. So uh, we looked at some dates right now as this is being recorded. Uh, we are in a Mercury retrograde, which generally speaking uh, is not a great time for especially something that is focused on, you know, outreach to consumers. So sending messages outwards, not a great time. So we knew it had to be outside of that window. And then from the moon perspective, from the lunar perspective, you want to be starting a business when Bring, bringing the business forward and in, into the light, as it were, when the moon is in a waxing, so it's between the new moon and the full moon, waxing or at the full moon, because that is the time that energy is increasing. So the full moon is when that increased energy is flowing and going, and it's a really great time for something like a launch uh, with to a new uh, level, right, to consumers, because it gives that extra oomph to the energy that you've been building and sends it out into the marketplace and the universe. Uh, so it's a it's an ideal time. And then just the one last note on the moon there. Uh, you always need to pay attention to when the moon is void of course, which means it's between 
astrological signs. You typically don't want to have a interview uh, for a job or anything like that during a void of course if you can help it. And sometimes voids of courses are just a couple minutes and sometimes voids of courses are uh, several so you know more than a day. So February 27th, we are clear of Mercury retrograde. We've got the full moon and there is not a void, of course, until much later in the day on the 27th, East Coast time. (laughs) I absolutely love the fact that you guys researched that before launching because frankly, I don't think enough people realize how the moon cycles retrograde. As a matter of fact, as you started out talking about Mercury retrograde, I knew we were in a retrograde, but I was like, when does it end? When does it end? So it's so important that people take all of those considerations into uh, their business and their personal life when they're, like you said, doing an interview or launching. And this is just one way that, you know, working with practitioners can also help individuals in their life. So I love the fact that you're thinking about everything, you're incorporating it, and hopefully the listeners have a little bit of a nudge to really start taking those into consideration and seeing how they might be able to leverage a practitioner into their life or their business. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, it, it is always interesting to me. I, I do watch very carefully, um, how the moon affects me personally, really tried to do it from an observational, right? So, uh, not setting the intention. Okay. So there is a void of course. And so no, nothing's going to be effective, right? Like I, uh, it took me a little while to get there, but you know, to observationally see how these things that happen with the moon, but also with the stars, uh, how does it affect me personally? And what are the things that I tend to see, right? So for me personally, for Mercury retrogrades, which it can shift depending on your chart and all of that. So there are other things that come to bear, but generally Mercury retrogrades mean that I could legitimately have an email that I sent, but it got hung up somewhere, right? And so Mm -hmm. uh, having that discipline of you haven't heard from somebody, let me go check and make sure that it actually went out. You know what? It it, it tends to be stuck somewhere (laughs) uh, when uh, Mercury retrograde happens. So that's just something that, again, observationally that I've seen occur for myself. Um, So it's a little, like I said, it's a little bit of a discipline because you need to not set the intention that you're going to have issues with uh, communication, which is a standard for Mercury retrogrades. And you need to try to like set that aside and be like, no, but I'm going to live my life and be me and see what happens and, you know, just kind of record. And then I can go back and look at it objectively and be like, okay, it's a thing that happens, right? Right, right. And I know today I was actually having a conversation uh, with my mother. I try to keep in touch with her as much as possible because we can't, you know, go visit and whatnot. And I was telling her I'm having uh, two women on the show today, which sometimes even just having one person on a remote recording can be a technical issue. We're doing it during a retrograde and one is a medium. So (laughs) which sometimes spirit likes to come in and play with our electronics. (laughs) So I said, okay, I've got my plan B ready to go just in case everything fails. 
No, there are definitely times in our life where we need to know that we have resources at our fingertips and practitioners at our fingertips and uh, really be able to leverage that and use it to the fullest possible potential. So I want to ask you, either one of you ladies can speak on this. How have you used spiritual modalities or practitioners in your life? And where do you see business or people going in the future? How do you see them incorporating it more in the future? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll, I'll give some examples of things that I do. So uh, as you can tell, I pay attention to what's happening with the moon and the stars um, and where things are in the cycle. Uh, so um, that is, you know, kind of foundationally, I'll sit down and look at my week and be like, okay, so these things are happening. Um, and sometimes I will reschedule meetings even um, because they're important and I, you know, just want to feel good and know that the energy is going to be good for the meetings. So I do I do work with my calendar based on what's, you know, what's happening. But in addition, I do have some crystals that I keep around. So I have Shungite for electronic. It is known to help with at the magnetic vibrations, the electronic vibrations that come from electronic devices. I have tourmaline uh, at my house to help kind of keep away bad influences as much as possible. And then I have a Herkimer diamond that whenever I need a, a little bit of extra oomph, then it's right there in my hand, um, helping with clarity of thought, but also helping provide um, that little extra boost of strength to me. So that's how those crystals kind of uh, interact with me. And then, you know, I do have tarot cards and I am not, it's not unusual for me to pull them out in the middle of the day and be like, all right, I, I just need a little help to see what's happening here a little bit better. Those are, those are my kind of like spiritual secrets. But uh, Cheryl, what about you? So we have very different spiritual secrets, as I call it. And we mentioned before about all the different modalities. If one resonates with you and one doesn't, go with what feels right. So mine are uh, quite a bit different. Because I'm a medium and an empath, I'm constantly trying to protect my energy. So every day I take a salt bath for 20 minutes. I just use regular old uh, Epsom salt from Walmart. And that works great. That helps me recenter and ground. I also sage myself in my house to clear the energy. Um, I do chakra clearing before any of my readings just to make sure I'm an open channel. And then they'll, they'll tell you that empaths and, and people with these intuitive uh, gifts are, in an, I have that internal lie detector. So in business and personally, I can check that and go, is that true? Is there right. some truth to it or, or where is it not? So trusting that is sometimes difficult, especially if you want to believe someone is trustworthy. Um, but I have that. So you'll see online people post all the time going, I'm, I'm an empath. I know, you know, I've got a lie detector. Um, and then 
one of the things I like to do in business, especially is reading somebody's energy. So we'll be in a meeting with a client and everyone walks out and they're high-fiving. This was great. We did a great job. And I'm sitting there focused on their energy and I walk out and go, yeah, no, that's, that did not go over well. Or, oh yeah, it did. This is how he felt about it. He's a little nervous. So reading someone's energy and really it helps understand them. And that's something you can use personally and in business. Um, And of course I connect with my guides on a regular basis too. No, that's fabulous. Wonderful. And um, I think it's really important that we all just recognize that we have to be able to trust not only ourselves, but our practitioner as well. And I love the fact that you're vetting out the individuals on your platform because it automatically ensures that the person coming in, the customer coming in is getting someone that they can trust. A lot of people that are listening, they may be spiritual enthusiasts, if you will. So for instance, just gonna say maybe they do their own cards, but I found for myself, I can't quite, I can't trust myself sometimes because maybe you- Me too. Yes, (laughs) because you want a certain outcome and then it's like your conscious self overrides your higher self or something along those lines, but you can go to Soul Connects and get a trusted practitioner. And you could use it for things like, should I make this business decision? Or uh, maybe it's a personal decision. And I just love that. So I'm so excited for you guys and your platform. I wanted to add on that point, you know, um, the more you learn about these spiritual modalities, the more you learn that you don't know about the spiritual modalities. And one of the things that I've been so pleased to see as we've been bringing practitioners onto Soul Connects is that we've got a really good variety of different types of practitioners. So we've learned a lot in the process of bringing these practitioners on, but I love that when consumers come to Soul Connects, they can see seekers on their own spiritual journey. They can explore these very different modalities, some of which they may have never you know, thought about before. In a safe place, they don't have to, you know, like I said, they don't have to resort to search engines and all of that. You know, every practitioner has, uh, you know, has this level of trustworthiness and reputation at Soul Connect. So you can try a bunch of different things and see which modality works the best for you. So, ladies, people can connect with you at www.soulconnects.com, as well as on Instagram at Soul Connects with an X, of course, and Facebook facebook.com forward slash soul connects and closing. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with the listeners or myself? I think now more than ever, people need connection, actively engaging with the soul connects community. You'll be surrounded by like-minded network of leaders committed to supporting and growing each other. You'll have the ability to expand your reach and grow your business we are committed to elevating and legitimizing the intuitive services profession. This allows you to focus on your passion, helping others. So we invite you to join us. And I think my question for you, Gretchen, is 
Um, so we've mentioned some of the practitioners we have, but um, for you, what kind of practitioner would be uh, interesting for you oh, to that's you a great know, question. explore? So from time to time, I think I want to reach out to a medium. Um, and then from time to time, I really want to explore more when it comes to astrology and numerology and how I can implement that once I learn it or once I have a reading, implement that into my daily or business life. So those are kind of the ones that fascinate me the most, I guess. I've had experiences with other mediums and I found that it's really brought me a lot of comfort into my life, especially when loved ones have passed over. So I know there's a lot of grieving that's going on in the world right now. And I love the fact that mediums can bring that aspect into people's lives. But that is really what would intrigue me. Well, now you know another one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Another I know, medium. I yes. know it. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you, ladies, so much for being on. Thank you. We're so honored and blessed that you had us on. I appreciate that. We do very much appreciate it. Thank you so much, Gretchen. Thank you so much, ladies. And thank you so much for sharing your business. And I wish you the best of luck. Thanks for listening to the Spiritual Life Management Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please take a moment to like, subscribe, and share. It really helps us reach more listeners. If you want to connect, please drop your comments below or visit GretchenSmithCoaching.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at GretchenSmithCoaching or Facebook at Spiritual Life Management. Additional information on this episode can be found below in the show notes.